This is Ryan Bolda. What's going on, everybody? Today is November 14th, 2023. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing good because we got some health and wellness topics to cover today. I... <clears throat> I wanted to talk about some stories and resources surrounding our topic of all natural herbs. I've never really talked about uh, where we get our information from. So I do want to throw some of our resources out there for anyone who wants to do their own research. We got, and if you want to write this stuff down, go for it. We got the Herb Book, Stories, Science, and History of Herbs. Uh, this book offers a comprehensive look at herbs, covering their use throughout history for cooking, medicine, rituals, and more. It also discusses their role in the modern world, including gardening, food, cosmetics, and medicinal applications. Next one we got is Fascinating Herbal Histories from Around the World. Explores the history use of herbs in various cultures. Uh, for example, thyme was used as an antiseptic in ancient, Sumer uh, yeah, in ancient Samaria and was associated with bravery in ancient Greece. Fascinating herbal histories from around the world. Herb folklore, herbal natural remedies, the old farmer's almanac. This resource dives into the folklore surrounding various herbs such as Cherville, C-H-E-R-V-I-L, Cherville, for curing hiccups and chives, for driving away diseases, and pushing away evil spirits. Next we got, <clears throat> next we got the nine most powerful medicinal plants and herbs backed by science. This is via Healthline, which is a website. This article from Healthline lists some of the most powerful medicinal plants and herbs like tea tree oil, echinacea, I couldn't even tell you how to spell E-C-H-I-N-A-C-E-A, -E echinacea, echinacea, and discusses their benefits and uses. I can list links to all of these too. I think I'll probably put the links in this episode. And um, uh, there's one more, but we'll skip that for now. But next we're going to talk about this uh, unofficial Gallup poll. And basically, a Gallup poll is just an unofficial poll, um, large scale. Released November 8th found that a new record level of support for cannabis legalization among U.S. adults is topping over 70% after totaling a then record 68% for three years. So that's about a 2% increase over the last, what is that, three years. Positive direction, right? The poll, the poll found that 28% of the respondents opposed the reforms. Okay, so there's the other... Um, Okay, so that would make 98%, with the 1.5% being unsure. In 1969, when Gallup first asked about legalizing cannabis, just 12% favored the reforms. In 1969. Fast forward 31 plus 23. So we're at 54 years later, 
we're at 70%. So we've went up 58%. You know, that's that's really awesome. Cannabis legalization was popular among a majority of subgroups, including 91% of self-identified liberals, 87% of Democrats, 55% of Republicans, and 70% of independents. Respondents are um, 18 to 34 years old. That's where mostly a lot of the support is coming from, from the 18 to 34-year-old age group, which actually makes quite a bit of sense to me because here I am about to turn 30 in February, and I fall under that same uh, that same age group, so I don't know. It must be an age thing, and I I'm I'm proud of the people who are here in that demographic and share that same vision as I do, and that the show does, and that um, a lot of our sponsors do as well. I just kind of also wanted to note that I got this information from ganjapreneur.com. It's ganjapreneur.com. I don't know if you're in a cannabis-based business. I would encourage you to use ganjapreneur to stay up to date. They do a really good job at um, keeping the and, and keeping the information credible and valuable. And they have quite a bit of information on here. So check out ganjapreneur trusted online source for sure another thing we could talk about Missouri 100,000 cannabis expungement under adult use act let's see what this is about so Missouri has expunged nearly 100,000 I repeat 100,000 convictions as part of the adult use cannabis constitutional amendment approved by voters last year reported by KMBC9 which is i'm assuming their um news station under the law nearly every misdemeanor cannabis conviction was to be expunged by June 8th except for offenders still incarcerated or currently supervised by the Department of Corrections. Felony convictions are supposed to be expunged by December 8th. So, I mean, at least it's happening. I mean, we're getting close to December 8th, so, you know, cannabis convicted felons, you know, you just got to hang in there a little bit longer. I know nobody thinks that. I mean, we got seventy. We got seventy percent of the country who believes we need to have reform changes. I mean, should I say any more? That's really awesome. You know, I wanna. That kind of gives me hope. It's like the best, or the most. That is like the most genuine law towards cannabis. I can. I can really think of in the past couple of years, you know, just in general. Like, the state is going to... That is basically saying, in a roundabout way, that, hey, we fucked up. We know. We get it. We're going to make this right. We're starting that process. And I think that's all people really want. 
I don't even think care people even care about accountability right now. It's more just about an acknowledgement that, hey, you know, my bad. You know, the government should just be like, yo, you know what, my bad. Let's just move on, brush under the rug, like mostly all the other stuff. And let's just move on and, and get that going. So I really, I really um, appreciate that angle of how they went about that. And I think that's something that could be applied to various other states here, of course, as well. And now I got a special sponsored announcement for you guys. Pain is the number one reason why people use hemp-derived products and CBD products like the ones we distribute here on our online store, cbdsurgeons.shop. Imagine a world where relief is just a swipe away. Introducing the Relief Stick, your natural solution to life's aches and pains. Crafted right here in Michigan, our stick is infused with 2,000 milligrams of full-spectrum hemp extract, blending the power of nature with the art of wellness. Each application is a step towards all-natural tranquility. Our commitment to all-natural ingredients means you're not just choosing relief, you're choosing purity and care. Whether it's a long day's work or a strenuous workout, the Relief Stick is your companion in comfort, bringing the best of Michigan's goodness straight to you. The next time you're in pain, choose the Relief Stick. Nature's touch in your hands. Visit our website, cbdsurgeons.shop, or give us a call at 586-246-5852. You like that? I've been working on my podcasting and radio voice lately, try to get it a little smoother, try to um, make it sound a little bit better because I feel like I'm not as green now. You know, I feel like I've, I've gotten a good grasp on the podcasting, a good grasp on the content, a good grasp on moving forward with guests. I, man, I have a couple of good guests lined up, and I, I'm really excited to tell you guys about it once we get closer to the date. Um, we got one at the beginning of January and one at the end of February that I'm, like, super excited to announce. But we got to get to that point first, and that's what it's all about. And we're going to get there, too. So this next story I found on High Times, the website, the High Times, uh, it's mostly for everything marijuana-related, but it is expanded into hemp, wellness, cannabis, other healing stuff. So I found this story on there, and apparently racehorses can test positive for cocaine, um, meth, and ketamine. Who would have thought? Because... I wouldn't have. So here's the story behind it. The owner of a racehorse that won um, a race last month in Malta has been fined after the horse tested positive for several different drugs. According to the Times of Malta, the Malta Racing Cup has fined the owner of a six-year-old mare named Helena Jebay. After the horse tested positive for cocaine, methamphetamine, ketamine, and stanozolol, which is a synthetic steroid. The owner, 
whose identity was not released, was also banned from entering any other races for at least two years. I definitely can't say that I'm surprised, but I seen this story and I was thought to myself, you know, I have to share that because that's not something I would really take into consideration. You know, maybe the steroids, definitely not meth, cocaine, and ketamine. Never, never would have thought of that cocktail to help win a, a horse race, but you know, there's a lot of a lot of stuff that goes on, and I've I've talked um, I've talked with someone who is a horse um, took took care of Olympic horses. Uh, she was on the show, I think, is episode seven, and she had mentioned a lot of you know she had mentioned that there are some some pretty shady things that happen in that industry, and that's like a prime example of it right there. And, you know, that could be some of the things that she alludes to. And, you know, she's very professional and kind of keeps it under wraps and doesn't, you know, go saying a whole bunch of stuff. And I'm, But I can see where she's coming from after hearing, you know, something, some kind of story like that because that's just one person who got caught. I mean, think of all the, think of all the races that go on and nobody finds out about it. So food for thought, irrelevant food for thought, but food for thought nonetheless. But now I'm going to get into my segment I usually end with where we're kind of just talking about what's going on with myself, the surgeon's company, and you know, the past year of what's been going on, and last week we left off at me feeling weird and going home after this three-day party extravaganza, which, mind you, I minimally participated in, Um, I participated kind of just to participate, and Another weird thing, I shit you not, no late, no sooner have I started talking about this, have I recently been contacted, not, not like a threatening way or anything like that, you know, I was just kind of like, I reconnected with someone that I'm talking about in the story, and it's just weird, the timing and everything. I mean, I don't normally believe in coincidences, you know. This might be one of these times where the timing is just kind of right. But I often don't believe in that. Because that would have to mean several things that I couldn't confirm. But, I mean, that kind of is just a... A continuation of the story um, that I'm talking about right now. I feel like on the 25th, I might be going to an event to see what's going on over there. Maybe, you know, obviously catch the show and whatnot and see what's going on with the vendors and 
things like that. I don't know, maybe I could get in and be a vendor. Maybe I should ask. But check that out on the 25th. Uh, it's presented by um, a company that uh, one of the people I'm talking about, actually, in, in this segment at the moment, he owns that company, and it looks like they're sponsoring it, and they got a few artists playing and whatnot. But back to back to the story, all right? So after that, I start doing my marketing stuff and the video work with this independent film producer. And mind you, he's going out of the country. I volunteer to watch his dog so he can go out of the country and he's gonna, you know, and in return, he was gonna take some pictures of our products in these landmark locations. You know, it really wasn't like this complicated thing. I watch it, you know, I just, and that's just kind of how this all started. Now, mind you, there's a lot of stuff going on that I don't know about and I probably will never know about. However, as a result of doing the photo shoot with my products, this independent film producer actually got a job to do a music video. And that's how this all kind of starts. All right, so for this music video, they're going around the world and they're doing all these shots to get um, for the music video to make it really cool and whatnot. So um, when they went, that's why they took our, you know, our products and started taking some pictures. Well, you know, the first, you know, the first trip, you know, went fine. You know, they were in the United States. Got some good stuff. You could check that out on the easiest place to define it would probably be on TikTok. But but I made or edited, I suppose. I edited several videos or like a little promotional content videos while they were out in um, these places. As far as like the list of places, it was California... Colombia, Brazil, and there was supposed to be a few others before, you know, things went in a different direction, a.k.a. they went wrong or there was just some other bullshit that was going on, which is still part of the part, which is still part of the story that I have yet to get to. So I'm editing these videos. Uh, they're sending to me from these destinations posting them you know I have like um you know I I just got the Instagram going you know I I had partnered up with um an Instagram influencer and I was posting these videos and doing giveaways and you know or getting up there gaining some followers got up to 500 or so followers things were going good uh we we had helped put together like an online event, you know, we helped do some promotion for that. I mean, we were just kind of getting involved and things were at least felt like they were going in a good direction. Um, yeah, and, and I at least thought they were. So we partnered up to do this hunt for humanity thing. And this is where things start to get really hairy and really tricky because we had a meeting 
you know, the people, the partners and who went in on this and, you know, part of the, the responsibility of, at least on my end, is I made, you know, promotional videos and I included them in it as well for donating their time or donating products towards this event because Hemp for Humanity was supposed to be an online event and we were going to gather funds for Habitat for Humanity. You know, that's why we called it Hemp for Humanity because it was just, you know, a spin off of Habitat for Humanity. And that's who the... um that's who the giveaway was designed for. Mind you, I had put a lot of time into this. I did a lot. Um, I did a lot with it. And as some of you probably know, uh, it hasn't came to fruition yet, but we just are having to do it a different way. I wish we could do it online. I'm just not confident I have that kind of support right now to really drive it to be successful. If you're interested in getting involved in this, please let me know because right now the plan is to use a local restaurant to drive in some, you know, to put together a fundraiser to do it, you know, locally. If you think you could have use for all of these donated items that we have for Hunt for Humanity, please reach out to me. You can email operations at cbdsurgeons.shop. Just throwing it out there. As far as how that went, you know, I was feeling good about it. I had some cooperation. Um, Ruga Montato and Simply Professional Formula. Shout out to them. I still I still talk to them. Rob and Josh. Um, they've been really understanding throughout this whole scenario. I'm not sure how affected. Um, they were by working with this influencer or not, or if they still do or not. But uh, all I can say is that uh, this person wouldn't say they screwed me over, but they left me hanging and, you know, they left me out to the wolves basically. And it was like this whole thing, like the cannabis industry is so savage. These people are coming up with like the craziest things to attach ourselves to our company or to me or the podcast and I mean I get it but I'm only trying to work with positive people we're only trying to bring positive people onto this podcast and we're only trying to be positive because wellness is all about your state of mind and having a good attitude to begin with is the start of everything you know these herbs and practices help you maintain that that balance of homeostasis. You'll hear me mention the word homeostasis quite a bit, just because like that's the proper word to use of internal balance. And that's what a lot of practices um, reference. Again, I would like to remind everybody that I'm not a doctor. Nobody at our staff has a PhD. We're not claiming to have a medical license at all. We just sell hemp-derived products, and we give you our opinion on some of the news going on. And we try to make some ongoing issues you know, more well-known to the public. That's this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This is Ryan Bolda, and you'll talk to me soon. In a fake world, I'm here to bring you the all-natural answers. You're listening to Only the Best Herbs. I'm Ryan Bolda with SRGN Networks. We'll talk soon.